Paradise is looking good. Uh, just can't wait to get back inside to watch my beloved Celtic. Yeah, I, mean, I, just, I need to remind people, Ian, you just stayed in much of the, the football itself but I did see that Eddie got his sell a couple of goals uh, good to see him back uh, in our team again this Saturday Christy obviously scoring the two penalties for Scotland mm-hmm. uh, I did uh, see that Moya Lanusi scored, scored an absolute belter for Norway so check that out if you haven't seen it and we're new signing Duffy Towering Heather for Republic Ireland and he managed to get a draw for them late on. So overall Celtic players featuring on the in the teams and getting on the score sheet so it's pleasing. Uh, yeah, it was absolutely brilliant JP. Where did you make a uh, favourite? I mean I've handed a couple of goals in the last couple of games. You know what I mean? No, he's, he's looking good, isn't he? He's looking solid. Exactly, I think what we needed, and uh, somebody that plays for the shop because he's a fan as well. Aye, probably. Aye, absolutely, probably. I Uh, yeah, that's what I was 
that's what I like about him. Like Julian and I are there, I think they're good with the ball at their feet. Like Julian's definitely good range of passing and all that. But that's what we needed is a, a big no nonsense defender just to yep. clear clear the decks. Uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing the partnership that they have at the back. Aye, definitely. And Eddie's two Eddie's double. For Celtic, but for Scottish football, you know, for, to get the fans back in, and obviously the clubs are suffering financially, they're not having the, obviously ticket sales and so on. Um, but I mean, I mean, you look around the world and other sporting events, there's fans getting allowed in in a lot more numbers than the 300 that was up at Dingwall. But I think it is, but it's pitiful, it's, it's vital that we do start seeing fans getting that, you know. Um, getting the crowds going, getting the team going, and I think that I mean Scott Brown mentioned that that you know as they let them know on their backs, you know, get a kick up the arse if they need it, uh, and and it's I mean you see you see watch these games playing sound recordings and fans singing and stuff. Uh, it's like playing so like playing a game of FIFA, but I mean everybody's desperate, you know, fans are desperate, and you know. Everybody's desperate, even the players, to get everybody back in. Exactly. Let's get back to reality. You know, let's get it real. Real fans. I hear uh, rugby fans are, are they're getting in, and uh, I even think women's football. Some of them games, if the fans have been allowed back, so it just it just bugs me that that seemingly that we are being punished. It feels like that. You know, it's not just. I know. I know. Celtic's more about the fans, and most teams. That's what we like to believe. But 
it's uh, some of these clubs are struggling financially and and really they could be letting in a lot more than 300 mm-hmm. there's no need for for that so yeah the sooner the better well as I know, the 300 thing was more to do with the capacity I mean Dingwall's quite a small ground so it was trying to keep mm-hmm. the space between everybody and keep everybody safe but you know come on guys let's get the fans back let's get the atmosphere mm-hmm. back in the game you know I was looking at the top scorers earlier on and their ratios and uh, Ajay has had three shots and goals and three goals from it so 100% record there for the big man (laughs) What's that, sorry? Uh, I was delighted when I saw the three-five-two formation. Uh, I think Len has obviously been he- listening to the noise for the fans because I think everybody that I know has been crying out for it. Uh, and now that we've got a jetty in, I mean, it, it, the team picks itself really. I think the only the positions that come into contention is uh, maybe the wing backs with Forrest, Frimpong, Greg Taylor, Ellen UC, those four. Are kind of like vying for that those two spots. So mm-hmm. for that, I was delighted, and and I think it goes to show with a five nil victory. And again, you touched on Ross County; they came out of the traps. They were pretty decent first half. They gave Barkas a couple of saves, uh, and like food for thought. I thought they were pretty decent, uh, and for us to go and score five goals. Uh, which I always thought, like when I when I heard we were playing Ross County this weekend, I was like, oh, they're they're usually tough games up at Dingwall, um, but I actually the fixtures and realised that we beat them. What was it, five nil, four one, and three nil? Mm-hmm. Uh, so last season wasn't. But my my memory is always the one where Griffiths came on and scored with like ten minutes to go at Carlin free kick from like 35, 40 yards under Roger, so that's my lasting memories of playing up at Dingwall, so like I say, I was just delighted, the 3-5-2 the 5-0 victory and uh, the two strikers and two centre-backs on the score sheet as well, sorry three strikers, because Klamala came on and got a goal as well which was pleasing Oh, it's so exciting uh, look at, look at, look at so many 
einige Professionen. First, the season start the season, and I don't know if you agree with me here, right? The season start the season, I thought, actually, the set code, which is after going to do something, is after going to be really impressive and all that, I think. It had me thinking, I don't know, I think we might be sure. I think we might be sure. You see, now looking at the team, it's like, oh, I can't see it. If we send another player, I guess, which, which might just happen, we might send another two players in. We're obviously going to get caught to that, that left back from the, the, the Davies. And we've also, and who's the other left back of him, frankly? Did he not? Ah, uh, it's Charlton. a boy, Do- Doherty, Doherty, or something. Yeah. Oh, I seen that. I seen something that uh, about to be accepted, but you get all these rumors flying about in Twitter and so on. So we'll see how that produces. Right. So it seems going strong to me. Uh, before the game, right? Uh, the man in the match. Today, I don't mind telling you the they are like the flagship for Celtic podcast. So check them out, and we're hoping to aspire to their levels. But uh, they they mentioned that Ayer, the stats that he pulled up in that game were like way way past any other player on the pitch. Um, so really, probably Ayer should have got it, and it was pleasing for me because uh, I after the Ferencváros disappointment with the Champions League. Obviously, with Lennon, Slate and a few players saying there's some uh, uncertainty and unrest with the players and some of them went away, that uh, Ayer and Cham were the two that were mentioned. Uh, I think there was more, but I think the, those two were mainly like uh, the suspects. So what I noticed in the, the Motherwell game the weekend after that game, if you watch Ayer's celebration when Ajeti scores... Um, and then obviously this performance he's put in on Saturday here uh, I'm hoping that he's kind of maybe had a change of heart if it's true because we're just we just have to go by what we're here mm-hmm. um, it's, I, I feel really sorry for IR and Cham if they're they've, they've, again, they've got their heart and soul into the club and that's not the true but uh, certainly judging by his performance at the weekend you would think he's you know knuckling down and you know it's like what you said there, Ian. It's like you can only go with certain reports, and let's be honest, you can have you can have fake fans out there uh, sending fake reports, and uh, people from the other teams sending fake reports. And I think it's unless you actually know what's happening with these players, it never fails. So I think uh, you've got to, you've got to do that. Let's, let's see what happens this season. Uh, I hope we keep champ. I must admit, I'm a big fan of champ. As I am with Ayer, uh, which by the way, I think we were talking about that as well. He was kind of, he was one of the, he was like a man in the match as well. He was going to be the man in the match, wasn't he? So, mm-hmm. absolutely perfect players. What about Barkas, John Paul? Did you, did you think Barkas did a team? I did, and I thought it was good because it, it, though he never had much to do when he was called into action, he had some great saves. Wow, definitely. You know and I mean, yeah. they, they, had the, they, they had the post each side of the half, you know, it could have been very interesting. Um, 
if any of them went in, but he uh, impressed. Um, he did impress, and he, he he got he got his deserves. He, he kept a clean sheet. It's not that, John. Paul. Even uh, if Ross County had scored any of the goals, uh, mm. what did he waiting on a, an 11th corner which we did finally get in the 85th minute or something which gave us a win of £300 uh, so let's uh, hope it continues yep. <laughs> well done, that, guys. Let's, let's be honest with a little It's a wee bet builder we do every week. We'll put a five pounds in a kitty and we'll pick like a, say a Celtic to win, the other team not to score, say over eight corners, over two goals. You know, they just make up a wee bet and, mm-hmm. you know, put all our fivers in the kitty and, and hope for the best. And that was our first one of the season. Yep. So, like I say, long may it continue. Exactly. Ten people in, in the report, Said would mention them. They were they were very uh, supportive, watching their team. And when we mentioned war Celtic fans, we obviously the the Kieran Tierney connection. So I like that. So shout out to the London boys who were up for a wee wedding, and uh, hope you enjoyed your weekend in the Glasgow. Yeah. So. Uh, I jump on you on there, mate. But Saturday, just look at just basically what we, we learned from the game, you know. And I think what we need to do is stick with the three five two. Um, right. I, and also, I'm sure Lennon did say pre match as his favourite formation. Um, the only thing maybe preventing it at the moment has been the lack of fitness on the strikers. We know Eddie was injured. I know Jetty's been, you know, 
a guy that's no fit, but three goals in three games is not a bad return. Um, and hopefully we can just see that progress um, and go well. Looking at the, the defence, um, a wee bit vulnerable at some times, particularly down the flanks. Um, you know, sometimes we play a wee bit far forward, but I thought Frimpong and Forrest looked good. Yeah. The, the weekend, we James, he was on the opposite side this last weekend, wasn't he? No, that's right, which is unusual, uh, but... unusual, but he seemed to play pretty well. Duffy slotted in seamlessly there. Again, he gave us the goal, and it looks a real threat, you know, from the corners. I think that's something that we've needed. Um, I'm sure once all these guys, you know, are up to full fitness, we're going to yeah. really, you know, keep continuing the forum and keep the uh, keep this ten on track. So we just need to keep keep going the way we've been going. We're scoring the goals. Um, we're not conceding. So you know, I know Rangers have, have started well, and I think we're two goals ahead <laughs> at the moment. But you know, Celtic are getting better. Yellow card. Yellow card. Sorry for interrupting. Did you just say the R word? That's a yellow oh, card very sorry for John Paul Smith. Very sorry there. Just an ask. So, Sorry, apologies. I'll never happen again. I think you mentioned Andrew Dallas. No, to be fair, I don't want to talk about Andrew Dallas because that would just turn this podcast on its ass. But Andrew, Andrew Dallas is an absolute nightmare, isn't he? He's just a nightmare. He, he is part of a stop in the row, Operation Stop in. He is uh, the forefront to that. So when he watch these guys, maybe what I stop is on a trail through the whole signings before the window closes um, and then you know we'll just continue on get this cup won this, at the end of the year and then focus on winning this league yeah. I, I, try, I try to think as well as annoys me every season that we struggle in the, the Champions League qualifiers or the Europa qualifiers because the, the fluidity you can like when you've had a break for so long and I know you do a couple of pre-season friendlies, but the fluidity is not there, the connection, the link-up play, and that takes time. And we didn't really hit form until kind of near enough November, I think when Celtic start playing their best football. And It's just a shame that these qualifiers come around because we've played that Ferenc Varos off the park that night mm-hmm. and it's just we just couldn't put the ball in the net. So I agree with John Paul. Once we get these players up to speed, the JA and Edward and I, and I think we'll be frightening again. It'll, it'll be, you know, we'll make our bold predictions at the end of episode one for goal scorers and player of the seasons and that. But 
Um, I I think this season I'm I'm confident. Ten's in a bag. <laughs> Well, we have no mate. I think you should get a yellow card for mentioning the bag. I know we have the, the whole grill podcast. If you're going to mess us up with your daft statements for that, you're going to make this for me. You kind of just bend the rules. Yellow card for mentioning Sevco, and that's it. I don't have yellow cards today, so it's all right. We can have some shame in that. That's fine. Uh, now, now, we're quite off of it. Uh, we'll finish off, right? Yep. I'm going to on this in one game night. Yeah. Tomorrow night, uh, so we can all get to our bed and you know the paradise. But uh, tomorrow night, what what do you see happening? Do you want to? Do you want to give out a wee a wee prediction of the lineups tomorrow? Do you think will be the goals? Obviously, it's got to be the backers and goals. Mhm. But you think it's going to play? I think we'll stick to the same team we had on Saturday. You know, we are heading into the coronavirus hits at Mun. Um, you know, they'll be feeling, obviously we've seen they're not too happy with the three keepers out. They've had to sign a hearts keeper. Um, you know, I think we'll, we'll dominate in another high-scoring game again. I think we can be looking again at another five five goals. Wait, is that game? Is, is that the mum? It's, it's in Paisley. It's over in St. I've got the last fixtures last year. We beat them two 0 and five five nil at uh, at Parkhead, but we beat them two one. Two one outside. So nine nine goals against uh, Forest, sorry, and one against us. So it's not too bad, is it? Mm-hmm. And, the nine, and then yeah. the nine nine points as well. So. Uh, I have many fond memories of Paisley, but like I say, I hope that we're we're good getting into that as well. And yeah, so we're going to. So you think Barca can go to you? Do you think Jeremy Fenton will get in this time? I would like to see him in. To be honest, uh, I would really definitely like to see him. I think he does change the game. Is when he came on the other week there, and just the speed and just they can take a man. That's what I like about guys like him. People are like. Take a man on. Um, your man at left back, the same for Kilmar, he just seems to be petrified to take somebody on. But saying this, he did come on a wee bit more uh, lately, but I don't know. Prim Pong, I really like him. Uh, uh, you know, yeah, he's good. Do you think, do you think that uh, Interesting. We maybe don't have the same, you know, room to take on the wings and stuff. Uh, but I, I do remember it's always been a tight park, 
It always feels as if you know you don't get the opportunities to, you know, get up for the wings as much as usual. And I think that's again part of their game, isn't it? Aye, I think. Good, that's what's mean. Neil Lennon seems to be seems to be quite good at. Did you know that some men are winless in 21 league meetings with Celtic? And uh, the last was this victory, the 4-0, remember that? Famous victory in March 2010 under Gus McPherson. Was that, was that, aye, was that Tony Mowbray? Was that the... I, think, I think it was, wasn't it? Uh-huh. Aye. We've won 19 and drawn two games the last 21 meetings. Mm-hmm. There you go. Every day's a school day, if you're not laughing, you're learning. Seconds, I'll just check them out just now. Uh, yeah, Obika, you're right, Obika is the, the, uh, the striker. Um, I'm not too clued up on them. I mean, I, I, I remember seeing that Langfield was in the, uh, the keeper coach, she was on the bench over <laughs> that short the weekend as well. Um, uh, but there's, yeah. no, there's no many names, you know, that I. Kyle McGuinness. Uh... Uh, the boy Junior Moraz, uh, he's a big, uh, big boy. Jonathan Obika, Joe Shaughnessy signed for them. Uh, St. Johnson, I think. Uh, Richard Tate. Tate, yep. Oh, Sam Foley, he was coming on a game last season. Yeah. Uh, I think he was on our books, if I remember right. And I know for a fact Marcus Fraser was on our books in his younger years, a Celtic boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I bet I actually did. I think a lot of pundits on the the super scoreboard, I think they tipped Simran to reach into the top six this season. Right. So, they're no, I think they've, they've obviously improved. I like their manager, Jim Goodwin. Yeah. I think he, he's football in the brain and knows his stuff, but uh, I as far as top six. I mean, if, it, although they get beat 3 0 from Hibs, you know, and you look at the stats, they actually, you know, did, you know, they, pretty, they did pretty well. They were actually, say, it's here on possession. 52% to the 48. They had 15 shots, the same as Hibs. A um, couple shots off on target, less to, And, uh, you know, everything else, they seem to be pretty much on a par, but the goals, 
the Wolves, and again, you're flinging a keeper in that's not played with any of the guys, and you know, I never actually seen any of the match, but you know, looking at the paper, looking at stats, but you know, guys, you can look at stats and go, my God, how did they lose a game at Celtic? They've played brilliant and they've had all the possession in the world, and then you know they've, they've lost their game, but. We know we will we'll go there and we'll look for the win, and I'm sure we'll, we'll comfortably win that. Aye. Aye. Is, uh, are we likely to see any of uh, Lee Griffiths or Tom Norwich? Well, St. Griffiths is in contention, are coming back. Right. That is saying he is. Um, no, I heard Lennon say that. Aye. And again, was it Lee Griffiths scored a hat trick? When the last time we met them at five 0 game. That's right. Last game before the the corona lockdown. Right. So he has recovered from his calf injury. Um but the last he played was March, wasn't it? In the, in the squad yeah. in the league. So But he's not going to be fit. So let's see. The thing is, I I miss I miss it, I miss it, I do miss. Definitely, definitely, but but I think uh, David Turnbull will be the new. He'll be the more favoured player. I, Tom, I I still think Tom Rogic will leave this transfer window. Do you? Uh, I'll be sad to see him go because of the memories he's given us and all the goals against uh, in in big games and stuff. But uh, I think uh, Turnbull Soro. I think these guys are the future. Yeah, I so. think we've got a good things to look forward to. You know, he's did as well. Yeah. Everybody fans favourite, so... Uh, so uh, when you look at his stats, uh, I don't know the stats in front of me, but I just know that he never played many games uh, last year, especially for under Neil Lennon. Neil Lennon's committed that he's a superb player, he's a beautiful player, he, he wants him on the squad, uh, but he never ever really played him, did he? So, again, that might be the injuries. I think Neil Lennon said that. So he was obviously out with the injuries, but he was on in his plans. Uh, but I think that, like you're saying, if they're, if they're trying to do a deal uh, in guitar, then obviously it's time for me to go on it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. Uh, is there anything else, boys, that you want to finish this off? I think they were well, working. Uh, do, you want, do you want to wrap up with making predictions for top goal scorer and player of the season? And we'll end it on that. All right. Well, I think that's quite easy. Edward and Edward. Right. Hey, let's open a top goal scorer. Uh, I'm going to go to Jetty. Right. Well, be different. Hoping that he stays. And, you know, fingers crossed that he does. Uh, I would say Edward's going to comfortably win but I'm liking what I'm seeing with other strikers so uh, mm-hmm. I'll, be, I'll be happy with other strikers 
with my debut performance mm-hmm. uh, excited to pick up my check for you guys tomorrow uh, I'll be doing first thing <laughs> I, I'm happy we got over the technical issues and we managed, uh, to get, managed to get on we've been talking for so long about doing it we've finally done it and uh, I can't wait to do them anymore Tones and Ian will speak again. <laughs> All right. So, hail, hail. Hail, hail. Good day. God bless. Take care. Bye, bye, bye.